was listening to the song the other day. I was like, man, I haven't heard this in so long. You guys recognize this? It's a regular on one of my playlists. Is it? Yeah. Never heard this one. Is it, uh, is it like, um, who sings it? Is this D- Diggable Planets or nope. something? The Far Side. Ah. Passing me by. Just like to address the little break in our uh, podcast schedule. <laughs> uh, it's mostly Bundes and Mora's fault. Mm-hmm. You want, well, Bundes had COVID for a week, so he wasn't here. He wasn't here, and yeah. the person filling in didn't really know the process oh of like uploading all the podcast stuff. Yeah. So we just were like, "Don't worry about it. We'll just uh, take a week off." And then the next week, Mora had a family funeral to go to. It's actually a double funeral. My aunt died of ALS, and and you know we knew that was coming, as you often do with that disease. We had like a year to kind of come to terms with that. She died over the pandemic. And then, you know, very sadly, near the end of her life, her husband, my uncle, got pancreatic cancer Jesus. and died within uh, a month of her passing. Okay? A month? Guys, it's the saddest story. So here they, they both pass away within a month of each other. They have three, you know, kids that I, you know, they're my age. They're grown adults now. But are my three cousins from the U.S., dealing with the loss of both of their parents back to back. So they had been cremated and we just hadn't had the funeral yet because they wanted to bring them home for the funeral. And they're from originally from Toronto. So we were just waiting for the pandemic to loosen restrictions so we could do that. And then finally we were able to. So that was last week and it ended up being like a rager, like a classic Irish wake where they had kind of hinted, like, I think it's going to be a rager. And we're like, really? People are just going to be drinking coffee. But everyone was just, like, really celebrating their life. It was probably the best funeral I've ever been to. I almost wonder if that's the way to do it. Like, obviously, you know, when someone passes away, you want to do something fairly quickly. But in terms of doing, like, a wake or, you know, celebrate a celebration of life, to Mm -hmm. wait six months or something. To digest everything. Just so people can, you know... um, Start the process of the closure, and by the time a bunch of months have passed, then you're ready to really celebrate everything that they were about. I think they often have receptions after funerals, too, in like church basements and stuff. No, 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 no. You have yeah. it at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> we did it at a bar. It was open bar. People were drinking their favorite drinks. They used to love Manhattans. People got smashed on Manhattans. That's just pure alcohol. They love margaritas. You know, so everyone was having drinks in honor of what their favorite drinks were. Uh, it was beautiful. The only thing that I found a little weird was that uh, if you've ever been to Mora's Bar uh, on King Street, pretty close to downtown Toronto, the old town bodega, they have um, people rent space in the basement for a barber shop. That's right. Hastings Barbershop. And they were still open when <laughs> you guys were doing like the whole uh, celebration of life in the bar. So... People were like crying and sharing stories and getting on a microphone, on yeah. a microphone, <laughs> and people were had to walk through that to get their haircut. They have to go through the bar and into the basement to get to the barber shop. Oh my god! Yeah, it it's was awkward. Like, we, we said to the barber, "We're so sorry. We didn't know. We didn't know it was going to be like. We knew there was going to be a eulogy. We didn't know there that the mic would then let be left open and." people could come up and say whatever they wanted. You know, we didn't know that that was... Imagine getting your haircut bun as you go into your favorite place and you just have to walk by all these people that are, you know, mourning the loss of somebody. Literally like walking through a funeral home. What are the odds? <laughs> 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 that would be a total vibe crush. Yeah. Because like going to the salon, get your hair did, it's, it's like a, it's it's a fun, fun thing to do. It's you fun. Know? I know. I hear them downstairs and they're always like talking shit and having fun and the music Self-care, right? It's part of your self-care. It's one of the few things people get to do for themselves. I'll tell you something, though. Usually the bar is closed when they're open. And I think that besides the speeches segment, 
they had a great time with the party going on upstairs. People are like, what the fuck is going on up there? Yeah, <laughs> people yeah. are having an amazing, the music was blaring, like people enjoyed 5 it. 5 p.m., <laughs> Yeah. whatever. We had people trying to get in. They're like, wow, that place is banging. Let's go have oh, some yeah. drinks at like three in the afternoon. Little do they know they're going to come in and everyone's going to be like, yeah, this is so great. No, I'm so sad. Oh, you know. Yeah. yeah, it was beautiful though. It was, it was, um, it's definitely the way a lot of family w- were leaving and they said, that's the kind of funeral I want to have. I want people to be partying and dancing. And yeah. you can't do it in the church basement then, you know? You can't. That's a vibe crush. Yeah, well, sometimes you just got to go where you have a space. Not everybody has their own bar, right? <laughs> right. Where they can hold a, an event like that. Yeah. And not a lot of bars are willing to rent you their space when they could normally be open to hold a funeral. Oh, you my know? God. Good luck finding a place. Yeah, no, people don't want to do that because usually it's like a coffee tea crowd. Yeah. Right? Have you guys done use your bar for anything else? Like for personal reasons? Just for family stuff, like my mom's 80th birthday party was a surprise party and we had that party there for her and we did it. We like to, we really don't like doing private events. It's, it's just like people want things that are out of the realm of what we normally do. And it ends up being a very difficult and stressful thing. It's just much easier for us to do. Sure. But I I get that. Like, but for you personally, do you guys do Christmas dinner down there and have everyone in there because you just have seating for 30 people? (laughs) Yes. Oh, absolutely. We would use it for that. But you haven't done that yet. No, but just, yeah, my mom's birthday party, for example, we did it there. We did it there because we got a full bar. Yeah. It just makes it easy. It just makes it easy. Yeah. Perfect space. Perfect space. Anyway, that's why we had a bit of a break in the uh, podcast. We may have even, did we miss one before Bundes' COVID week off? I don't think so. It's just been two weeks. We've been getting some DMs about it. But honestly, I couldn't have done anything last week. I was like emotionally and physically exhausted. I don't think I've been that tired. I drank too much. I did two nights back to back where I got too drunk. I think before the show on Friday, I had slept for maybe three hours. I haven't been like that in years. I'm so responsible now. And it actually made me realize that I'm too responsible. Like you have to find a happy medium because I actually really enjoy myself. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get a bit too tight ass. You got to loosen it up a bit. You got to have fun. Loosen that ass up. (laughs) You got to have fun. This is life. This is living. And sometimes you go to work and you're hungover. You know? You're so funny. Just loosen it up. Just go to work drunk. Who cares? You don't don't need to tell us that. I know. I know. I'm just saying it. I, I realized in that moment like, fuck, I'm counting my beers too much. I'm being too tight. I'm being too, I have to, I have to swing the other way, but the pendulum's gone too far in one direction. But I say that too. I've never been in better shape in my life. I've never slept better. Moderation, more. Yes, moderation. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. You know, every now and then you have that cheat day and, uh, <laughs> and that might mean having more than one Guinness, like whatever your allotment's been for the last, you know, number. Two. It's two. Is but it two? Okay, two Guinnesses. I do feel like, you know, I was so fucking tired last week. I, I had to catch up all weekend. That you happens. Know? That happens. That's all part of it. It's paying <laughs> it the price. Sucks. The know? price can suck. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Life parts of life can suck, but you're you're saving up for great experiences, right? And I then you gotta t- have to pay for that experience, whether it's with money after yeah. like Bundes goes to Miami, he's paying off his visa for how long after that trip? Let's get fucking year. Yeah, a year. You know, it's paying the price for that long weekend of fun. I would they'll s- regret it not at all no 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 regrets regrets. and i would say like the next day on the show the show i don't feel like i think i was actually a little bit better at my job because i was loose and loopy and fun and not so like trying so hard you know what i mean like sometimes you can do better at your work that's why rock stars get smashed sometimes they're better on the stage we really noticed we really (laughs) noticed that day your your ass was so loose it was all over the place (laughs) like something's up with maura she's doing a really good job today (laughs) yeah right (laughs) thanks for noticing guys yeah it could go either way i mean i've had nights out like usually it's an industry event where i'm with my boss and we end up partying till one thirty in the morning. <laughs> like I can remember being at Canadian Music Week, yeah. And I remember being in the lobby bar, 
and it's one in the morning. I have to be at work at 4.30. We're still drinking. And my boss is kind of looking at me, pointing at his watch at the time. Oh, my God. I can't David be- Corey was like, oh, you, know, you sure you should be out here? I'm like, hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> and then sometimes you go in the next day and you've really just had a nap. And I bike to work because I was like, I can't oh. drive to work now. I'm right. going to, I'll blow over, yeah, you know? Yeah, you biked in? So I biked in and uh, got through the show. Sometimes you have a great show after a night like that. Sometimes it's... It sucks. A train wreck. Yeah. Right. You never you know. know. You never know. It's, you're rolling the dice. You roll the dice. Sometimes you have to live in the moment. There's a great commercial on TV right now. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Uh, maybe it's like even before some streaming, uh, but um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Who is he, the young one? Um, what's his actor? What's the actor's McGregor. name? Ewan McGregor is doing this thing about like, you'll never regret the, the stuff you didn't buy. Oh, isn't that the Expedia commercial? Yeah, yeah. the Expedia one. So but what he does will, he say? He, he basically saying like, oh, we all have lots of stuff and we get fixated on stuff and you got to buy this and the newest iPhone and whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, you, you'll never end your life saying, oh, I wish I bought more stuff. But you will, at the end of your life, say, oh, I wish I had more experiences. And so it's a travel commercial, essentially, Expedia. Mm -hmm. And he's just encouraging people to go out and have more experiences. It's a great line, and it's so true. I remember at the, the wake, my Uncle Mike, you know, who doesn't even drink. He's, like, been in AA for years. He was dancing with me and whispered in my ear, like, I love you. I'm so happy to see you. My cousin Jeff, who just lost both of his parents, was holding my hand. Like, I had some moments with family that I haven't had, like, deep connections with them that I never would have had if I had gone to bed and cut myself off at two Guinnesses. You know what I mean? I actually brought two Guinnesses. We didn't have any Guinness in the bar, so I brought my own Guinness. I drank one. Some... Uncle Steve slammed one of my Guinness. So I had I was forced to switch to cocktails, which started to spiral out of control. So thankfully forced. <laughs> they like, pinned you down, eh? And they put a funnel in your throat and then they just poured it in there. I ordered a shot. Like yeah. who was I? I don't know. Let loose. So sorry about the podcast, guys. You know, I've never been to a fun funeral. Like, you know how you see in movies sometimes, like a um like uh, like uh, like if a police officer dies, and yeah, they have a thing, and then they all go back to the bar, kind of like how you go to Murphy's Tavern yeah. to go celebrate. You know, and they're all drinking, yeah. and they're so, like I've never been to anything like that. Every funeral I've ever been to has always been super sad. Yeah, and then there's like a meal afterwards, but it's like at a banquet hall or a restaurant, and it's super quiet, and like it's just it's kind of it's depressing, is what it is. Not yeah. everybody appreciates a really fun funeral, too. Sometimes they can take offense to it. Really? I, I would say the closest I've come to a fun funeral, it was a celebration of life. It was my uncle who uh, who had died, and uh, he was a crazy drinker uh, for a good part of his life. He was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He drank through his liver. Uh, he ended up having to have like a liver transplant, essentially. Like oh, my boy. cousin donated part of his liver to save my uncle. Uh, and then, and then you know, he stopped drinking at that point mm-hmm. when he had the surgery. Well, I guess when he was like dying, essentially, he stopped drinking. Mm-hmm. But at his uh, celebration of life, it, it eventually turned into just everybody going up, telling stories, drinking stories about <laughs> Uncle Don. And he uh, he was a sailor, like uh, my a lot of my family are sailors. And it was at the yacht club where he sailed out of in Ottawa. And it was just people like, oh, yeah, I remember Donnie heading out in the boat and having a case of beer and coming back the next morning. And it was just everyone telling drinking stories. And and it was like a good time. But I I think there were some members, like I think my other uncle didn't really appreciate all the drinking stories because it was essentially, you know, the beginning of many health problems in his life related to alcohol. Yeah. Was it at a bar, this party? It was was in a reception area of a yacht club. So imagine like a golf course reception area. Nice. You know, like an area. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. remember at my grandfather's funeral, my grandfather really liked to smoke. And um, I remember one of his pals, I guess, when they went up to, to the coffin, they, they put a dart, you know. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> you know? In the coffin? Yeah. They, they, they left a dart with him, right? Oh. And like, I get it because as somebody who smoked too, like, I would appreciate that because I'd like one with me in the afterlife as well. But <laughs> I remember my mom and my grandmother being fucking 
pissed. They thought Horrified, it was like yeah. super offensive. And I'm like, and and, he, and I was younger, but it's still, I was like, uh, but it's not about you. It's about him, right? Like, what if he loved it? He loved. It, he sm- he smoked himself to death, right? Like, he did. He died of, like from cancer. smoking related uh, yeah. cancer. So like, yeah. So you're just yeah. <laughs> here, here's one more. Here's one more yeah. to yeah. seal the coffin. Yeah. Where did they stick it? Like that? If they put it behind his ear or something, that's offensive. <laughs> Where did they no, stick if it? If they put it in his mouth, that's bad. Like if and they wedge it? it in his mouth and he's lying there in a coffin, that would Where be did a they poor stick taste. It? Do you remember? He just left it like on the side, like uh, kind of, you know, by his hand. Like, was it open his... casket? Uh, it was. Yeah. 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 Put it in his in between his fingers, <laughs> essentially. Be cool. That'd be great. I, I, would, I would expect one of my friends to do something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah, put yeah, it yeah. in his like shirt pocket. That is better. Just tossing it in the coffin. I don't know. That's the. Uh, you know what? No, I, I get it. That uh, that's not appropriate. Okay. You can't. Do, if he had been okay, where that might have worked. If they were doing like you know, sometimes they do like traveling tours with bodies or something like that. Oh yeah, that's sci- uh, body works, the science uh, thing. No, no, uh, no, not like that. I'm thinking like <laughs> when someone dies, sometimes they'll do multiple ceremonies oh, or something, and they'll take the body around to different cities. What, well, there might be. Um, okay, I'll give you an example. There was a rapper who just passed away. I forget the guy's name, uh-huh. but they did a memorial for him at this club, and they actually put his body up on display <laughs> for the. What? It, yeah, it was really creepy. But you know, if they'd put a butt in his mouth in that moment, maybe that would work. Right. If they were at Old Murphy's Tavern <laughs> and they brought the body there and they all paid their respects and put a beer in his hand and a smoke in the other yeah, and yeah. it was in that moment, but then for the actual real <laughs> service where all the family members and the wife and whatever were going to be there, <laughs> then you keep it clean. You know what that I mean? That is offensive. It is. Especially because it's what killed him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's offensive. I can't believe it. But he was probably like, I always had your back with cigarettes and I still got it. Now. Still got it now. <laughs> I don't know. Think about it, Tucker. Like, okay, if, if, you know, if you pass away, whatever the reason may be, like, would you want a little, you know, tequila mini bottle for you on the right? Because a lot of people, like, believe. Um, that you like, they put things in the coffin to take with you to the other side. You right. know, like yeah, so I'd have tequila on the, in my other life yeah. or whatever. You in the hate next flying. Places. It might be a, one of those turbulent uh, flights <laughs> <Trips>. to heaven. <laughs> I'll give you a, an example of how it's inappropriate. It would be like if somebody was a heroin addict, overdosed <laughs> on drugs, and then one of his pals at the funeral put a syringe in with the coffin. If, it's, if it was the cause of death, you know, no. no. If, if I died because I was an alcoholic, and then you put a bottle of tequila beside me, that would be like, oh, okay, well, I guess my next life I'm going to be an alcoholic too. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no world where that makes sense. No. Uh, I get the friend wanting to do it, but yeah. <laughs> Maybe in the right in right environment, that wasn't the right environment. I get your mom's Yeah, I, I, I get why they were upset, but I just feel like if it was me, I, I wouldn't mind if a pal put like a, like a smoke in my shirt or like in my jacket yeah. or something like that. It was that. done yeah. lovingly. Like yeah, it was done yeah. out of love. So that's the main point. Was his timing off? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> They should have hit it without the relative seeing yes. it. Just before they close it, just whip it in there. <laughs> but also, yeah. you got to put a lighter in there because nothing would be worse than if he wanted to have that cigarette and True. he didn't have a light in the next life. That's the truth. Unless you go to hell and then you'll have plenty of fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> well, sorry there was a bit of a break. In the podcast. But it's back right now. It's back. For now. And uh, we thank you as always for listening. Boy, have I got some exciting news to share with you. Oh, boy. <laughs> what? Let me set the mood here. Okay. Appropriately. Oh, God. <laughs> the Top Gun news. Guess what? What? You got your ticket. I got my tickets! <laughs> 
I okay. got my tickets uh, okay. for the Top Gun sequel. Oh, yeah. Uh, yesterday morning I checked. They weren't for sale. Then last night I'm like, ah, let me just check again. And then boom, there it was. The buy tickets button was lit up. Oh my God. Movie opens May 27th. Guess when I'm going to see it? When are you going to see it? May 26th! <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they even say the movies open up on a Friday when they, like, showing start in the afternoon on the Thursday. So are you going to, like, a nice afternoon screening? Hey, I wanted to, but my wife is crushing the vibe a little bit on that. She wants to come. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> she can't get away early enough for me to go to the first screening. Okay. I wanted to go to screening number one. But then you're going to be on the news, you know, when they <laughs> go down there and they interview all the nerds out front of the Star Wars movies. That's going to be you. You're going to be in costume wearing aviators and a leather jacket. <laughs> I'm a pilot, I swear. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I felt the need, the need to see it first, so... <laughs> Congratulations! Uh, I wanted to go to like a three o'clock screening. Sure. And, uh, instead, I'm going to see it at like seven fifteen p.m. And I was a real dilemma between uh, IMAX or VIP. Did you do IMAX? I hope you did IMAX. I didn't do IMAX. Oh I went no! VIP. That's a big mistake. Did you think it Bonus? is? I don't know. You know you what? You gotta see this on the IMAX. You know, they shoot it on, like, a def- different film and everything for the IMAX experience. No, it's just that they shoot everything the same way now, and they show it on a big screen or a smaller screen. Yeah, it's going to be the same. Sure. It's going to be the same amount of video that you're going to see. It's just going to be on a bigger screen in the IMAX theater. Bondus, tell them. Uh, what I think is that you made the right choice, considering that your wife is killing the vibe <laughs> and coming along with you. Yeah. Well, it's not that she's killing the vibe. She's killing the vibe. She's killing the vibe. She's killing the vibe because I wanted to go to the afternoon screening and she's making me wait till seven something i'll be tired you know i will have been up since 3 30 a.m yeah. like I, I if i was you and in your position in the friday night lady friend is taking long i'd go to the vip too but then i would go for a second screening solo in the middle of the day yeah at the imax yeah. full experience you know what not cheap though those vip tickets man how much like are they two tickets yeah it's like over 50 bucks yeah like i could go to a concert for that but you know it's top Freaking done! <laughs> and uh, yeah, just I, I wanted to share the news in case you want to see the movie as well and get your tickets. Tickets early. are available. They're now available. They haven't even been available for 24 hours, so Whoa! there's still probably good seat options and stuff for now. Congratulations! You gonna go buy Bundus? No, I'll, no. I'll get them on the weekend. Oh yeah, you don't like to make advanced plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like committing to things. But come the weekend, you know, I'll let I'll let the nerds go on on Thursday and Friday yeah. and Saturday, and then probably Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I'll find like a quiet little theater. And yeah, if you up. can get into one, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. Uh-huh. I'm sure he'll be fine. I, I was fine with the Batman. I'm sure I'll be fine with Top Gun. Batman, I'm telling you, not the same. <laughs> not the same. Did you know when this movie came out, the first one in 1986, it was the uh, biggest movie for sales that year. I have no doubt that it's going to be the biggest movie this year as well. I think it's going to be a huge blockbuster. Everything Tom Cruise does lately is gold. It's golden, yeah. He's on fire. The man is on fire! Get your tickets now! (laughs) Man, we've given this movie so much free publicity. I know, where's our free tickets? Uh, Seriously. Uh, They should be flying us down to the premiere in L.A. In a jet. (laughs) In a F-18. In a fighter jet, yes. Are you headed for a sexless marriage? Apparently, there are red flags you gotta look out for, All guys. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Next stop, sexless marriage. <laughs> it's interesting that you bring up a train analogy because they say if you're seeing these red flags, it is best to nip it in the bud now because if you go a year without having sex in a marriage, it's like very hard to tackle the problem then. It's easier to tackle the problem now when you're just seeing the red flags. So a buddy of mine just got out of, uh, it wasn't a marriage, but it was essentially a marriage. They've been together for, I don't know, 15 years it or something. a marriage, yeah, yeah. Sure. They hadn't had sex in six years. Yeah. She wasn't interested, and even though he was. That's really hard. He, so then, you know, she would, 
do things for him. Right, but, but she then, wasn't but into she it. she wasn't into it, so he was uh, like, don't even bother. Don't even don't bother. Don't even bother. Oh seriously, if there's no enthusiasm, if it's just, yeah. like, it becomes a, almost like a procedure oh my at a God. clinic. Guys, it's And if terrible. it turns into that, yeah, he eventually got out. Now he's having, like, the best sex of his life. Is he? Yeah, he's moved on. He's okay. got a new relationship, and he's having a great time. And hopefully she is, too. No, she's uh, <laughs> very unhappy because he left. Oh. He had, we couldn't do it anymore. Okay, the first sign to look out for is if you don't try at least once in a while to look attractive for each other. Attraction. That is essential if sex is to survive long term. Okay, lust is all about what we see. We can't control what we find sexy. Right. So if you've given up and you're just wearing those pandemic pants still, you got to step it up a notch because then you're going to feel sexy, too. When you look good, you're going to feel sexy and you're going to want to be in the mood. Next red flag. If you feel awkward during sex scenes when you're watching movies together. <laughs> like when you're with your parents Like you're or with your mom or something. Uh, Lots of couples find sex scenes inspiring and arousing. But if mm. you both, like you're watching a movie and you like, <gasps> you avoid eye contact and you're like looking at the screen like a deer in headlights and oh. you're like waiting for it to wrap up. You like never want to watch Bridgerton with them. My God. When I was a kid, I remember watching with my dad and stepmom the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit <laughs> Special that TV special. What? It was just on, you know? <laughs> and uh, it was really awkward. Oh my God. Being there. Did, but you wouldn't leave, right? Because you wanted to see that. I special. needed to see it. I needed to see it. But at the same time, it was the worst case scenario. Uh, and this last one, this one scared me because I think uh, you and I are both in this situation. You go to bed at different times. Yeah, and sleep in different rooms from my case. <laughs> Monday to, well, Sunday to Thursday, I guess. Red flag. Yeah. Listen, that's a red flag, man. You are missing a lot of opportunity for sex to happen. And, the, you know, the experts bring up that sometimes you got shift work and, you, you know, you're, you're tired and stuff like that. But unless there's a really good reason for you not to be sleeping in the same bed and going to bed at the same time, you really should try. Gotcha. Okay. We were just talking about the signs that you're on your way to a sexless marriage. So funny when Deb started working from home, I thought, oh, great. I'm at home <laughs> during the day. She's at home. She's at home during the day. Yeah. It's going to be like a big orgy all the time. <laughs> right? Yeah. Not so much. Too busy at work. She's on calls all the time. She barely has time to even eat anything during the day. I hear her run to the bathroom sometimes. Literally no. run because it's back-to-back -back meetings. And those meetings, if you hear them, they're not sexy. So boring. Yeah. yeah. They just crush any sexual vibes <laughs> whatsoever. They certainly do. Yeah. So that didn't pan out. I'm on a, We're on a quite a dry spell now. Oh, yeah? How long? I think three weeks. We just get, we just were both away back-to-back uh, -back weekends, so mm -hmm. I think we're coming up on three weeks. We, nothing seems to happen during the week. You probably never even had a dry spell, Bundus. I can't think of one that I've had in recent memory, other than back in high school, there was like a time. High school? Yeah, that doesn't Please. even count. Yeah. That doesn't even count. because Everyone not even... should be having dry spells in high yeah. school. That's like, you're not even in the game you're at that point. You're not in the point. game. Yeah. I've been pretty lucky that in my adult career, I have always been pursuing, you know, mm. different different avenues. Eyes on the prize. What about the Friday Night Lady friend? Okay. Mm -hmm. Through everything that you guys have uh, gone through in the last year. Yeah. How um, long have you guys been longest? together for? Over too? a year. Over a year now, right? Yeah, Almost yeah. two years, maybe. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, think no. pandemic. Pandemic. It's two years. It's Is like, it two years? Yes, yeah. Bundus. Okay, longest dry spell with the Friday Night Lady friend. There's no dry spell. It's It's, it's every week. Every week. Yeah. You've never There's missed never a, week. a weekend. There hasn't been one weekend. <laughs> Maybe she suffered a loss and her fed like a relative passes away or something. Too much cheese. You, She's bloated. You, You're bloated. Never felt too sick. <laughs> COVID. You, you <laughs> both had COVID. COVID. Yeah. That didn't lead to a weekend without? Nope. How does that what happen? What do you mean what happened? We, we, it was we, Easter weekend. We, I got it on Friday night. 
Oh, and you had hooked up the Thursday on night because it was before. a long weekend oh. that started on the Thursday. And then come next weekend, we you were, were good to go. Fine you were to oh, clear. my God. Not even COVID slowed you down. No. Oh, it's amazing. You know what we should do? We should follow the Bundes schedule Friday nights. Yeah, that's not possible for me. My husband works Fridays. Well, pick a different day. Yeah. Pick and, and a different it, day. And you have to do it before you eat. That's the key. Oh. <laughs> you can't have your meal, your big dinner date for like you got to yeah. you got to do the sex part first. Get then, it out of the way. Yes, you do you, it right away and you don't eat something. She doesn't come well, through the door and you don't want to eat? No, like well she comes over and like, you know, I'll have music playing. Maybe there's the Jays game or some kind of game on. I'll have on the TV on mute and like we're drinking alcohol and having like, you know, some like finger foods, right? Not finger foods. <laughs> Whatever. Like a Ritz cracker? Yeah, like, like, at your condo. like some nuts or some chips and some vegetables and dip. Like, yeah, so, so we're having some snacks. We're having some snacks. We're talking about the week, all the different things that are happening. We're drinking. What's and, the move? The start? Okay, now it's time to move on to the thing. It's just like, you know... Uh, Okay, we've, soon had as our, I get we've, that, had our, we've had our Ritz fun. crackers and our vegetables. <laughs> yeah, and then I just wait for that moment to kind of come around the other side of the table and like, you know. Oh, oh you yeah, come yeah. around the other side of the table. <laughs> she might come over and give me a hug, you know. And then it's And go then time. there's like a little cheek that comes up and it's like, okay, I, I guess this is, this this is, is the it. time. You it's know? time to start. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. amazing. There's never been a week that you've missed in two years. All the fines have been doled out for those influencers who were ripping it up on the party plane from Montreal to Cancun. We have new one, 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 five, <laughs> Sounded like so much fun. You know what? I think we were all mad because we were jealous, right? We all wanted to be on that party plane. We wanted to be on a plane that was partying, headed down south. Yes, this was like, remember, this was like over New Year's, okay? They were vaping. If you didn't see the video, which was everywhere, they were vaping and passing around bottles of Grey Goose. They were dancing in the aisles. They were maskless, like at the peak of the fifth wave. Collectively, how much money in fines do you think that group was hit with? And let's figure out if that party in the air was worth it. Okay, okay I'm going to say there were, th- how many people do you think got fined? 40? I think 40, is that too many? No, that's not too uh, many. 40, I want to give you the I exact number. If I 40 times 5,000. Mm-hmm. What do you get? 200,000. You get 200,000? 200,000 is what the total amount Abundance? of fines was. I feel like that's low, 200,000. I, I want to go, go half a mil. Half, Half a million mil? dollars in fines uh, yeah, for that party in the sky. That's everybody. Some people may have been charged more than 5000 Anyway, give us a number. I don't okay, know. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. A total of 42 fines were laid. Okay, so I might be pretty close. 18 penalties related to vaccine status. Okay. 24 penalties for not respecting the masking requirements. Yeah. For a total value in penalties. Oh, it's going to be less. They don't tie charge five thousand. I, I was thinking more of the booze and the vaping and stuff on the I plane. Know. Like they, they're not charging seems... someone five grand for not wearing a mask. It seems like the booze and the vaping on the plane kind of was brushed under the rug. Okay. <laughs> Total value. <laughs> Total value of penalties. Yeah. Just. Shy of sixty thousand dollars. That's it. Oh wow! So worth more, it. Worth more it. Right. This story. Forty people pulling together. Okay, wait. So how many people? Like Forty-two people. Forty-two fines. So some people could have been hit with a double fine. So how much? Uh, what did you say? Fifty-nine thousand five hundred dollars. Okay, divided by forty-two, 42 fines. It's like fourteen. That's like what Bundes spends when he goes and has bottle service with that's all what his groceries. This is like cheaper than getting a private jet Yeah. to fly to Cancun with your friends. <laughs> yeah. You might as well do this. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. Don't encourage. $60,000? Yeah. I thought it was going to be more than that, too. Yeah. But they say each individual fine was around $5,000. Not everybody who was a part of that group got fined. Okay, there were some people that were actually pissed at the other people who were partying. Some people were trying to nap. Yeah. yeah. Now, what's going on with the trip organizer? Because he was like lawyering up and going to sue Sunwing for leaving everybody abandoned in Mexico. Yeah. Doesn't seem like he's following through with that now. Really? Okay. He's backing down.
Uh, maybe because it's like, oh, it's only going to be 50 G's? No problem. No I'll pay that. Bienvenue one, 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 five, yeah. Well, there you go. That's the update there. Thank you. What could have been so crazy at the grocery store that mm. the security, like, attacked a guy right in front of you? What would he have done if he didn't steal something? I don't know. Did he whip it out? Did he have, like, <laughs> was it a, a, like a exposing himself um, no, kind of situation? I was surprised. I was surprised I'd never seen this before. I thought the guy looked pretty cool. I almost thought he was a celebrity at first in front of me. This is crazy what he did. I'm like, like this, we'll this might guess. be a clue. This might be a clue. I was like, <laughs> oh, he let one rip? No. <laughs> <laughs> No. I mean, I guess I understand the oh, security approached him. I know what he did. You cannot fart in here. Uh, what do you think he did? He urinated while he was standing there. <laughs> no. No? Oh, okay. He was just tripping out his leg. And then they're like, well, you got to pay for your groceries and leave. And get the hell you know? out of here. You want me to tell you what he I did? I think you're going to have to unless okay. you can give us another clue. I couldn't believe he did this. What was so crazy that we can't figure out what happened at the grocery store? This guy in front of me in line. Mm-hmm. Lit a joint. Oh. <laughs> he, he lit a joint. I'll tell you something. The line was long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had been standing there for a really long time. They were having trouble at the cash with the card reader. Oh, so no. they were backed up. The guy just, I guess, even though he's next, he lights a joint. He did it to just say, look. <laughs> I'm angry with you. I'm so angry. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I, of course, I didn't notice he was pretty covert about, about it. I smelt it first. I'm like, smells, smells like, like weed, weed in here. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God, the guy in front of me is smoking a joint. Why? You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's lying. What are the odds? What are the odds? You're stealing my catchphrase again. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> I can't help it. I was thinking in my head, oh my God, this guy. How yeah. ballsy are you to light a joint in a grocery store? But I'll tell you something, security was on him so fast, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how all over him they were. Did they pull it out they of were his trying mouth? trying to get a hit. They were yeah, like, no, yeah. they, they just approached him and he's like, buddy, you have to put that out right now or you're going to be tossed. And if I ever see you doing that again, you're not welcome back in here. Guy didn't say a thing. He just put it out. But he did get a nice big drag off of it. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you needed weed that badly, mm. there's so many other things he could have done. Crush a vape. Get the vape pen going. Those magic pens that are, you know, you, you barely notice. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just say you brought one into Cirque du Soleil and you were sitting in a chair <laughs> and you wanted to crush it. You could do that without your wife even noticing. Oh, yeah. You yeah. You know what I mean? Let's just what I'm say saying? Very you're, specific. You're yeah. Yeah. So and, and the people, you got people all around you, and nobody knows because you found a way to blow it into your shirt <laughs> as you're sitting at Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> You'd have no idea. Yeah. No one would have any idea. You can be so discreet with those things. I also heard that you can be so discreet with them yeah. that you could be in a bar washroom and blow it into the toilet as, as you, you flush. flush. <laughs> you don't. The vape no. smoke goes down the toilet. Anyway, yeah, the guy could have been way more discreet about it. Lighting a joint. I mean. Yeah, even if he lit a one hit, he could have probably. You can know, you believe him? Got like, away with it because the then he could have just blown it out quick, and then people would be like, "What's that? Who's smoking?" And the guy yeah. would just be standing there. Oh, weird, eh? You I, know. I wish I could have spoken to him because, like. Yeah, yeah, just to get the sense of what's going on there. Yeah. yeah he's either the, like the coolest guy in the world or <laughs> just a freak, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a mix of both. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Two people at the office are in front of you right now, and I want, to pick, I want you to pick somebody for your team, okay? okay? Do you go with the regular dressed guy or do you go with the Prada suit guy on your team? <laughs> Prada suit guy. What, what, what are do we you doing? do? Yeah, 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 what are we doing? Well, do we I mean, anything. Pitch meeting? Yeah. Are we going to 
Just you in know? general, you got to build a team. Are you going Prada suit or just like your regular dress? I'm guy? going Prada suit because that guy must do something in in order to afford that suit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. or he's all substance. Uh, sorry, no substance, all looks. Uh, you know, mm. so me, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is the Prada suit guy, right? Yeah, and I'm the normal looking guy. Yeah, I so want essentially, me, I want me. <laughs> I'm going to choose me over Bundus if it's up to me. Do you go with the guy who shops at Costco or the guy that shops at Prada? Oh, my God. So it turns out, according to a new study, you should not trust the best dressed person at the office. Yeah! You have new one, 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 Bundus! That's right. Why is that? A new study has found that coworkers that wear fancy clothes are less likely to be team players. Okay. <laughs> what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. They are less cooperative, less willing to collaborate with others. They're all about themselves and themselves getting ahead. That flashy person is more interested in their own interests rather than helping others, okay? That's what they say, according to a new study. You go with the tucker in this situation. Pick the guy that's wearing the cell phone on his belt clip, yeah. you know? Yeah. The, the oversized, extra-large shirt that doesn't fit properly. Leave <laughs> <laughs> the khaki pants and the square toe shoes. That's your guy that's, right there. That's your guy. You know what? And then and when he goes out on a Friday night, he wears the same outfit, but he exchanges the khakis for jeans. Yes, that's right. That's right. He's a team player. The dress shirt comes down past the crotch, right? You know what I'm talking about? It's meant to be tucked in. It's not like a wear outside the pair of pants. But he's wearing it outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah. the way, that's my whole closet. <laughs> that guy's a team player right there. Okay? That's the guy you pick. Okay, never ever marry a hologram. I know Bundus has talked about that being the ideal solution. What movie was that based on with Ryan Gosling? That was uh, Blade Runner? Uh, yeah, the new Blade Runner. He was like, his girlfriend was a hologram, yeah, right? It was great. And she-, <laughs> she was super hot. She could change outfits at any time. <laughs> You know, yeah. and then when he had to do something, he just turned her off. It was, great. it was great. It was great. Well, a man from Tokyo married a hologram in 2018. And uh, if, by the way, if you fall in love with a hologram, that's called a fictosexual. And fictosexuality means that you have a strong and lasting feeling of love, infatuation, and desire for a fictional character. So this guy marries a hologram. And he has a wedding and everything. Like, it's a whole... It invites people. Like, it's a whole thing. He, <laughs> he says he lived his life as a regular married man. His wife woke him up each morning, sent him off to his job. Uh, in the evening, he would tell her he was coming home. She'd turn on the lights and, you know, get the place set up for him. Always in a good mood. <laughs> yeah. He considered himself an ordinary married man until this happened. I'm like thinking, what could possibly go wrong other than the thing just breaking? I mean, that would be your worst fear. Right. You're getting yeah. closer. Software expired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and guess what? Company went under. Oh, no. They're done. Software expired. Product no longer available. He's like, what? He's a widow now. <laughs> the guy's a widow. His hologram is dead. His hologram died. Did they do an actual funeral too? <gasps> well, he just found this out. He yeah. just, you know, he's going to have to, I guess. What are the odds, right? <gasps> what are the odds? <laughs> Something to... <laughs> I marry a hologram. I think I got it made. You yeah, think you got it She's never going to age. Yeah. She's going to be healthy forever. No. Software expires. She's dead. Bundus. That's awful. It's not the real world. Oh, I feel bad. Because you don't see that one coming, right? She's not real, Bundus. <laughs> no, but it was real for him. It was real know? for him. Yeah. It was real for him. So, yeah, something to think about if you're falling in love with, you know, a fictional character. He basically married the Blackberry. He did. Know? He married the Black. Honestly, I saw the hologram. I'm like, this isn't even that great. This is nothing like the one that Ryan Gosling married or was dating in that movie. Okay. Yeah. You've, you've also met my wife, Deb. Yes. And if you were to compare the hologram with Deb. Oh, Deb is okay. way, yeah, way, way, way better. Way better. I've got a toilet tip 
I want to pass on to you. Unless you have some sort of physical challenges that prevent you from using a regular height toilet, do not go with the comfort height. Oh, no. It's too tall, man. I feel like a kid. It's too comfortable. Sitting on like an adult chair. <laughs> it's the worst. It shouldn't be called comfort yeah. height. It's the wrong, yeah. It should be like you're, uh, you got issues crouching down and getting up from a crouch down position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're going to make this toilet a little higher for you. Like this idea that it's comfort height m- makes you feel like it's like adding air conditioning to your car. Right. Like it's an option that if everyone had that option they would take it yeah 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 you know yeah, unless no. cost got in the way mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally oh man i uh, i don't feel right i don't feel right using it it's my main toilet too just i feel like i'm i i, I almost feel like my feet don't touch the ground <laughs> like, I, like it's my tippy toes I, right like it's too tall yeah we got we got one of those we got a comfort height one my husband matt won't use it like he's 6'5". He's 6'5". What does that tell you right there? <laughs> Guy who's 6'5". Yeah, he's Doesn't like, like can't, comfort can't, height. Can't use that toilet. Can't yeah. use it. Yeah, it's too comfort. It's too... That's, it shouldn't be called comfort height. It should be called bad knees height or something. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mobility issue height. height. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have trouble getting down low. This is the toilet for you. Otherwise, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. No, I know. Man, I wish I could take this toilet back. I don't think you can do that, though. I think it's like shoes. Once you wear them on the street, they're yours, right? Yeah. I don't know. I should have tried it in the store, but you know what? At the store, they don't put them down low enough for you to try. Back in the day, they used to be just down there for you to try. Yeah. And now they're up on a shelf. So you're kind of looking at them and you can't get a sense of, you should be able to sit on every single one. I 100% agree. That was, uh, I'm sure there are some places that do it that way, but I, you know, I went, I went to Home Depot. They had it on the second shelf. I know. And they're on an angle, too. So, like, even if you could climb up to that second shelf, (laughs) you probably can't sit on it. No, because they're on it. Yeah. Yeah, They're like a shoe rack leaning forward. Yeah. yeah, No, it doesn't work that way. I'm sure they have lots of people who are like, you know, if I would have known, if I could have sat on it in the store... I would have known this is not my ideal height yeah. because comfort height, I think, covers a range of like, you know, high of, of levels. Yeah. And you probably bought one that was one hell of a comfort height. Yeah, I, I, it's, I feel like I'm almost standing up. And that doesn't feel right, <laughs> you know? Oh, no. I know. You and you're so particular about yeah. it. You know, you got your bidet, you got your irritable well, bowel. You need everything to be right. You need everything to be right for that to go well. I was just in the work bathroom here, and, and? I was like, I miss this height. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a classic height. That's your regular height here. It's ideal. Those were designed by people who were like, what is the ergonomic? height when you need to go to the washroom. Yeah. The comfort height was designed for people with bad knees. It's literally throwing off things. Like, yeah. hey, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the good news is, though, I'll have you know mm-hmm. that uh, when I did do this change, you may recall that I suffered a devastating loss. My bidet did not make the transition to the new toilet. Somehow the cheap plastic part that is part of the water uh, tubing and stuff broke mm-hmm. when I removed it from the last toilet. Yes. The good news is I have now since put the new bidet on. So that part of my world is back to normal. And let me tell you, when you are used to having one, and then you lose it for even three days, four days, <laughs> it's tough. You don't feel right about that either. You don't feel yeah. right about it. Okay. Dougie but, uh, says uh, squatty potty. Yeah. You're, you're in the market for the squatty 100%, potty. 100%. That's what I'm thinking is going to be. Uh, I had one before I uh, moved to the house I'm in now. Oh, did you? Yeah. And I, I just found it was always in the way, but yeah. now I think I'm going to need it. Yeah, like I'm yeah. going to judge you if I go into your washroom. I'm going to be like, oh, he's got the squatty Yeah, potty. I know, because it's also the bathroom that like when people come over to our house, they use. What's up with the squatty potty? Yeah, and they're going to see. And then it's that I bought the wood one, so oh, I like bought yeah. the fancy one. That's even <laughs> worse, I think. Oh, God. Let's talk about how hot it's going to be. What do you think by 2050? Temperatures in the summer. 45? We're looking at a high of 38 Point four without the humid X, and we're looking at that probably on average of like fifty five days throughout the summer. Honestly, that is not that bad. (laughs) I was expecting it to be worse. Are you saying that summer just got better? And uh, you know what? No, it's going to feel sweltering because again. 
That's zero humidity. It's thir- it's almost 40 degrees with no humidex. So what you're saying is it's going to be like being in, uh, uh, what, I guess Texas has humidity? I guess it will be like being in Texas. You know, in Texas, it's interesting, or even uh, Arizona for that matter, mm-hmm. um, they don't do summer sports. And the parks are like empty exactly. in the summer because exactly. it's too hot. Yes. You can't have kids playing soccer in July in you know Phoenix, Arizona, no. So they all those activities happen in their our winter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're and the, have to evolve. We're gonna have to adapt. Yeah. And right. they have misters on all the patios. Like it's very normal if you're sitting on a patio in in uh, Arizona to have like a, something misting you. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. All the need, restaurants have that. Right. We're gonna need misters like all through downtown. Is that so bad? I mean, <laughs> are you gonna have this little glow about you? <laughs> Everyone's skin is going to be dewy and hydrated. What do you mean? I take my shirt off. It looks like I put oil all over me. <laughs> Wait a us a, do us a favor. Paint us a more bleak picture, please. Because so far, I'm on board. Now, now, does this say anything about how that's going to affect the winter? Is the winter going to get warmer as well? So instead of getting like minus 20, minus 30 kind of days, we're going to keep around zero, man? Dude, Vancouver winter. It's going to be like 10. It's going to be like, no, no big deal. Oh, this story's not going the way yeah, I wanted yeah, it yeah, to. No, obviously. <laughs> Worst Canadian city for like the hottest temperatures. Where oh. this is going to be the last place you want to go. It's a uh, Windsor Leamington area. How so, did you know that? It's well, it's the southernmost point of Canada. Yeah, Windsor's expected to see like almost eighty days in the plus thirty zone. So I guess we if if what if wait, all of a sudden Windsor becomes more appealing. <laughs> wait, is Windsor the new Miami? I think it might be. <laughs> they got a casino. Maybe it's the new Vegas. Woo! Wait a second. I just realized I'm going to be alive then, hopefully. Yes. What, you thought you were going to be dead? No, I was just saying, when you said 2050, that sounds like 100 (laughs) years from now. No, it's not. We're 2022. Yeah. That's 28 years from now. It's not that far away. I might still be working with the two of you then. We'll be like, hey, daytime high, 48. (laughs) Careful. We're expecting tornadoes all afternoon and a risk of a hurricane tomorrow. (laughs) Daytime high, 48. You know? Yeah, sorry. Yes. Yeah, my mind wasn't really grasping that that was... Yeah. We could still all be working together. We could be going to Bundes's wedding that year. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, would be great. Oh my God. Do I have to wear a suit at Bundes's wedding? It's going to be 80. It's going to be 80 Celsius. <laughs> and a risk of a tsunami. Yeah. Damn it. Do I wear boots for that? How does it work? Life jackets <laughs> under the seats at the wedding hall? <laughs> <laughs> yes, life jackets uh, everywhere. Uh. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.